Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, the sun never quits shining. Sometimes clouds just get in the way. And that is uh, an American proverb, whatever that means. Um, mm. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, first, let me tell you who we're going to have on the show today, because I'm very excited. We are featuring uh, an award-winning energy healer. Her name is Cindy Dale. She's written over 23 books about everything in the energy healing world, from self-practice tips to energy healing in pets. If you are a skeptic, this show is for you. She actually really enjoys speaking to you directly. Uh, If you haven't already, hit subscribe wherever you are. If you're on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, um, we are so grateful for everyone who is joining us there. Um, And we will continue to bring you these amazing guests every day. Um, If you haven't joined us on Patreon, now is a good time and we see so many of you joining. So thank you so much. Um, Eventually, we want to migrate completely over to there. So keep on coming over. All right, let us get to Cindy. She is an internationally renowned author, speaker, healer, 
and business consultant. Her bestseller, The Subtle Body, an encyclopedia of your energetic anatomy, has won over four international publishers awards and garnered hundreds of five-star reviews on Amazon.com continually selling in the top spot of its category. That's pretty amazing. Cindy calls herself the everyday clairvoyant, and she's passionate about providing healing tools and information to even the most skeptical of seekers. So Cindy, thank you so much for joining us. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. I think skepticism can be healthy. So let's people ask more questions. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it is very healthy and really important. I wonder when people are skeptical of what you do, how do you find yourself reaching them? Because I know you kind of enjoy this part of it. I do really like this part. So I like to sort of pop something in front of them. Typically, if I'm doing a session and somebody's skeptical, I don't actually have to do anything. I typically find that those I connect to, you know, higher power, whatever word you might want to use, kind of provide something that says, wow, this is really real. Or I like to get people really concrete. I share science. I explain this with quantum physics, classical science, whatever's going to make sense. Or I just kind of try to prove something to them. Uh, years ago, I taught a class and I taught people how to work with, you know, stones that are dangling. And it's called the pendulum. And if you hold a pendulum over a chakra, one of your energy centers that we typically can't see, it will move. It will move in the direction of the chakras. And so my one particular uh, student said, my husband doesn't believe in any of this. So she went home, grabbed a pendulum, had him test all of her chakras, and he ended up saying, wow, this is real. There's no reason for this stone to be moving. So... You know, there's a lot of ways to get people acquainted with energy, energy mm -hmm. work, intuition. And it's not so they believe in me. I think it's so they can believe in their own gifts. Yeah. So explain energy work to people who don't know what it is. It, it is such a fascinating realm to know that, you know, there's this kind of thing around us that also contributes or in a good or negative way to our healing. Exactly. So I like to start with the basic definition of energy, which is, by the way, everything. <laughs> and so that doesn't help us a lot because if you're just driving your car in a way you're working with energy, so you're doing energy work, but you want to know what you're doing. So energy is information that moves. And there's two types. There's physical energy, which is what we studied in science. There's subtle energy, and that's what we're talking about typically with energy work. That's the invisible stuff, the, the goods of the quantum universe. And uh, frankly, it's most of everything. Science is proving that 99.9999% of a physical object isn't measurable. It's subtle. It's invisible. So it, it can start to freak you out, I think, if you start to go, oh, okay, hey, most of me is invisible. <laughs> most, of, most of my thoughts, I don't even know what they are. Most of my feelings, I don't know why I have them. Most of what I'm doing might be because I'm picking up on these sort of subtle messages we're picking up from the outside world. But that's also the beauty and the power of subtle energy. Because if we can just track a little bit of what messages we're sending into the world or what we're picking up, you know, I think that's the place of true power. I think that's the place of em empowering ourselves 
in my world, I would say to be the spirit who we really are in 3D reality. So it's understanding your invisible energy that kind of unlocks things. That's it. Understanding that you have it, that it is most everything, and that it creates most of physical reality. So once you get that, the fun part is figuring out, how do I figure that out? How do I know what my subtle invisible energy is doing? And yeah. how do I know what I'm picking up? So I've had energy work done before. Yeah. And when he does it, he so we have this like room with like stair levels and he like has to go really high up because he's like your energy field is is really big and he's working on me from way up there now <laughs> i have seen his work yeah and i've i felt the changes and the instant adjustments and stuff and so you know i i start off like a healthy skeptic until someone shows me why i should believe right and so i fully believe uh -huh. but for someone walking into a situation like that and being like what that just sounds like so so fruity like they don't they don't buy it. Um, explain it in quantum physics, because when you start reading about quantum physics, and this is measurable, um, and there's actual science behind things, it's easier for people to understand, right? Like we're very, you know, A plus B equals C, or, you know, one plus one equals two. We want to look at things through that prism. But energy, energy is like this whole other world that we, we don't really tap into. Right, exactly. And you're talking about the energy field. Regular science has even shown that one of my electrons is can be found at least a football field away. So we're really big. Whoa, oh, say that again. <laughs> All right, isn't this cool? So one of Cindy Dale's electrons, everything comes down to the atom. And the atom has electrons that roll around, you know, in, you know, kind of encircle it those electrons really work like in a quantum fashion science has shown you can find one of my electrons well i mean they didn't research me in particular but at least a football field away when you're on the go 24 7 like me guys finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Wow. I know, and that's not quantum. So that's just... That's not quantum, that's just regular science. Quantum physics says that as these electrons go away, go around, they're made out of photons, which are quantum. And you know what? Those dash into other dimensions, other time zones, other spaces and places constantly. So you're actually all over the place. And all this organizing what we see 
here is whatever you want to call it, our soul, our intention, our consciousness, the agreement that all we humans have made that we're all going to look like this. And But quantum physics is just wild, cool stuff. It literally says that you can pick up on a thought from a thousand years ago. You can communicate with somebody before they even have a thought. You can know what they're going to think. There's all these potential futures. And, and that's like real validated science that things can, ideas can move faster than the speed of light. Wow. So I just had a vision, you know, when like you see those farming things that have these like wide things and they're collecting stuff. Yeah. Right. I just felt like, like your protons, right. Or, or your field is like that. Right. And we're collecting shit everywhere we go. It, we are. It is crazy <laughs> is to me right scary. now. My my mom's family are farmers in North Dakota. So I'm very well acquainted with how all those tractors and plows and this and that. Well, maybe that's why works. I felt it. Because I, when you <laughs> I said pro, so. my protons are that far away, I just saw a farming <laughs> thing and collecting yeah. all of it. Yeah, that's our photons. That's our quarks. That's our uh, boson particles and Higgs, this and that. We've got all these names we don't really know how many of these different types of little quantum particles there are. They're not even particles, they're fields. They just move around all the time and go into different spaces. But that's kind of what we're like. Mm. We're moving through life and we're just kind of gathering as we go. It's sort of exhausting sounding, isn't it? I mean, yeah. how many how many of us really know what we've been picking up as we've been moving forward? That's why we're yeah. tired in the morning by the time we reach adulthood, actually. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Why? Because we've been collecting for our whole, like, youth? Yes, <laughs> we've been collecting. In my world, we call that absorbing other people's energies. So a lot of times we don't really know what we're bringing in. We don't have really good filters. I mean, basically when we're growing up, we're, we're these little psychic beings. We're subtle beings. We're, you know, we're constantly bringing information in dad's anger, mom's thoughts, somebody's judgment, you know, what great aunt Hazel thinks about it. You know, you should be happy about, uh, and we're just gathering all this stuff. And it goes into our memory banks. There's different kinds of memory banks in us than just our brain. And it goes in there. And by the time we reach adulthood, we've really gathered quite a bit of information mm. that may not really help us. It may just give us a headache. It may just kind of make us do stuff we don't really want to do. But those are sort of the programs inside of us. 
Interesting. So I was tired this morning, probably an hour after I woke up. And I thought it was because I didn't have coffee, Cindy. (laughs) But I did feel some things. I have in the last 24 hours been feeling other people's energies affecting me. So maybe that's why. I think it is. I think we're tracking along this, you know, tired in the morning thing. I just actually complained to somebody I work with a few days ago. And I said, you know, about once a week, I'm waking up exhausted. What am I doing at night? What am I gathering? I think during really stressful times in our own lives, but come on, the world is at stress. We're Mm -hmm. sort of like beyond the mercury level, right? Our insides want to know what's going on, at least subconsciously. So sometimes we just take in the news without turning on the news. We may pick up on other people's issues, their fears, what could happen in in the future. For instance, before 9-11, this was, uh, of course, a long time ago. um, The day before, I woke up just jittery. I was terrified. I was jittery. I didn't know what was going on. And I was supposed to fly home from Arizona, wherever I was, uh, the next day, September 11th. And I said, I'm going home today. And I did. And because of that, I was on the phone the morning of the attacks on the World Trade Centers with three clients. One of my clients stayed home from a job in the World Trade Center to do the call with me, which is very interesting. Isn't that kind of spooky? Another one was also in New York, and I heard the second Trade Center come down. The third worked for the military, this particular gentleman, and he told me stuff he probably wasn't supposed to tell me also um, about what was happening. So we can pick up on stuff, and depending on what our inside self does with it, we can feel burdened, Mm. we can feel jittery, we can feel happy, we can feel excited to do something. So, I mean, you're picking up on something. Yeah, I had a similar experience um, pre 9-11. I was supposed to go home. Yeah, and I ended up just, I landed in Boston and I, I looked at my best friend and my mom, they had picked me up and I said, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go. And they're like, what? I'm like, get me to the airport, I need to go to LA now. And I don't know what came over me and they were freaked out. And I, my mom was like, you're not even gonna see your dad. I'm like, no, I need to go now. And I got on the plane and she worked for the airlines then, and this was pre-9-11, so she just put me up, put me on the plane, didn't even have a ticket, got me on, and I cried the whole flight. And the flight attendants were coming up to me, and they were asking me, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, it was crazy. So yeah, you do feel stuff. I know I'm really sensitive, and I feel everything, um, but what this farming thing is interesting for all of us to understand if our force fields are so big you know when you go out into a public place like i did this interview with judith orloff i don't know if you know of her i do she's amazing right yes so just talking about when you go out into a public place like yesterday i was at a beach and maybe i collected stuff with me yesterday that's subtly burdening me today that i don't even know that makes sense because think of what people are really thinking about at a beach. Am I safe? Am I too close to somebody? Is this a smart thing to do? What's going to happen to me? Could I get a disease, the disease, right? The virus. Mm-hmm. So without knowing it, if you're open like you are, and many really talented, creative people, 
you know, are really sensitive. That's how they get to be creative. They take in what's going on around them and they, mm. they do something with it. They, they channel it into their work, into art, into teaching, into whatever it is they do. And the challenge is sometimes we don't know all that's coming in in the moment. Kind of hits us later, like you're saying, mm. before your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is that why they say to cloak yourself in white light before you go somewhere? Yeah, that's what they're talking about. They're saying, look, you can't deal with issues that are not your own. That's what I like to tell people is, Cindy, Maria, all of us can work on our own issues. We really can't fix other people's issues. And so one of the techniques people like to use is surrounding themselves in white light. That's sort of like the boundary that says, I don't want something coming in unless it suits me. My favorite activity is to center in my heart. We know from science that the actual physical heart generates more electrical activity, magnetic activity, EMF activity than the brain does. Wow. It creates the biggest field and science is showing if you hold a really positive sensation in your heart, I like to kind of hold it in the middle of my heart, but if I hold gratitude or joy or love or even self-appreciation is fine, then you're going to generate a field like that white light that's actually going to keep kind of the riffraff out also. Interesting. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, am I now going to have to change it where I envision myself in a football field and I cover the whole football field? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> what about, work. Sydney, if I'm just doing right here, I got a proton over there. So, I need to cover. <laughs> You know, you know what? We can't keep track of. I mean, I'm a mom. I can't keep track of my kids, <laughs> much less, you know, all these quantum particles. And there's so many of them. Uh, I mean, you can do the white light, but you don't want to envision it a football field away or gosh, it was halfway around the world. That's just way too much work. That's why I like to picture like a white light just generating from me. It's sort of like the sun. Ain't nothing going to get into the sun that's going to hurt the sun, right? Yeah. It's burned up in orbit. So think about your inner self, whatever you call it, your spirit, your true self as being fed by whatever you call your higher power or a, a beautiful light. And if you're generating, again, nothing that's supposed to get in is going to get in. I love that. Like our, su our sun force field, like pushing everything out. Yeah. And, and then you're giving good. good light to everybody. You're helping but you're not hurting yourself mm -hmm. like we codependent people often do. And you're also sending good messages into the world about yourself. So you're giving people an invitation to meet you in a healthy way, in a loving way also. I love it. Um, you talk a lot about, um, you know, in the subtle body that, well, the subtle body is devoted to the critical world of our invisible anatomy we discussed this already but so much of our healing actually occurs out here explain that because you know your first instinct is to say no 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 i have you know this kind of cancer it's in all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. This organ or it's in that organ. So explain how that works. Well, we have an entire anatomy that I do describe in that book, but honestly, various cultures around the world for thousands of years have worked with what's called the subtle anatomy rather than just the physical anatomy. It's great to know about the physical anatomy. There's three basic parts to our body. There's channels like blood vessels, there's centers, which are organs, there's fields, there's some super cool stuff if you Google that will show you the fields, the electrical fields, the EMF fields that your body gives off going all the way around you. So we know that we're physical in those ways, but the subtle body works very much the same way, Maria. We have energy centers in or around us. They're called the chakras. They can work with physical and subtle energy. We have channels of energy that move all kinds of stuff inside of us and out into the world. And then everything we are makes these fields of energy that go around and they carry the imprint of what's happening inside of us. So if you fix something in that field, think of yourself as just these fields of energy, fields of light, fields of sound. That's really all we are. And a little soul thrown in, right? So if you fix what's out there, it gets transferred back into not just these chakras, but the physical body, and it can shift what's in the physical body. I mean, years ago, long time ago, 15 years ago, there was research that this uh, researcher like took a piece of light, right? And he sent it into a chamber and it disappeared before it went in there. Now, that means that if we're working with subtle energies or these subtle fields, we can disappear a tumor. We could disappear a tumor before it even appears or we could help appear what we really need. So to me, this is like geek city. This is, wow, look at how powerful we are. So let's make use of that and do some good things for ourselves and other people. So how do we find our chakras and how do we start to, like, are we able to work within our own chakras to heal ourselves? Yes, you can, because they're yours. And I like to tell people, don't be scared of this part. A lot of people approach chakra work or intuition with this sort of trepidation, like I'm gonna screw up. It's like, it's, they're your chakras. (laughs) I mean, just, just kind of go in there with some matcha, you know, kind of like get to know these parts of you. And I think you don't even have to learn that much about the chakras to start figuring out how to work with chakras or how to work with the fields that they relate to outside of you. Like Google anything up. 
I don't care if you work with seven, there's seven in the body. I work with 12, some of them are outside of the body. Learn three, learn seven, learn 12, I don't care. Learn the basics, learn where they are in relation to the body, what colors they are and the basics of what they do. So I'll give you an example. First chakra in the hips, right? It's red. It governs our manifesting, it governs our physicality. Like if you're, and, and our adrenals. So if you're just adrenal fatigued, like who isn't? If you have a physical illness that you can't get over, hmm, that's first chakra. So focus on that part of your body, which is in the hips, you know, and just ask for good energy to start mm. filling you in. You don't have to know a lot to do a lot. Okay. I like that. Um, you talk about the 12th chakra. I've, I've deep dived on you. So I, I'm you curious. <laughs> um, I'm curious how you find the 12th chakra. Okay. Can you do it just talking to people? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So the 12th chakra is sort of this secret chakra. I love the 12th chakra. And it's hard to find because it's all the way around your energy field. But the easiest way to get it is in the inside of the heart. Now, I know people are going to go, oh my gosh, but there is a heart chakra, which there is. But if you go deep, deep inside of that, you can find your 12th chakra, which is your most, oh, I, I don't even have a word. It's your most super neat chakra because everybody's 12th chakra holds an ability or a gift that's unique to them that nobody else has. So don't we all want to unearth that gift mm -hmm. and go, hey, unlike anyone else, I can do this. That's what we're looking for in the 12th chakra. How do we find it? I would go in the middle of the heart. That's what I would do. So, I mean, even those of us listening right now, I mean, the process is taking a couple deep breaths, bringing yourself, your focus, your consciousness into the middle of not the physical heart, the heart chakra, right underneath the septum. And so, then once you're in there, imagine yourself turning your eyes on, turning on your intuitive ears, getting your sense of things like that. And then you want to ask a question like, what's really unique or special about me? You just trust the answers, basically. And you trust the answers. They usually shock people. I remember the first time I did a reading on a woman about her special gift. And I said, you have something really unique. And she said, yeah, when I write stories, the endings always happen. She'd had a child with leukemia healed that way. Trust the answers or trust what starts to happen in your life. Like if all of a sudden you start to think something and it starts to happen, that's a special gift. So think good things yeah. <laughs> if that's your gift, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you also talk about, um, well, the chakras obviously are helpful in healing, right? But the chakras are different than the outside energy field. Right. So you they have to relate. kind of tend to everything. They relate. Yeah. So the chakras are sort of more inside, but they create energy fields outside of you. Mm. So that's the way that I think works the best to picture it. 
So you can work outside of yourself because those are part of what they call the biofield. Um, all fields that are generated by your visible and invisible body. But each chakra also creates a field outside of you that carries chakra data out and carries data from out there into the chakra. So we're getting into the nitty gritty, but I like talking about that because it shows what kind of flow we are and how we can think something. And then we go to the mall and we're around somebody who just says what we just thought. They might've been picking it up from us. What's inside goes outside too. Ooh, I love that. So that's why someone calls you that you were thinking of. Yes, yes. And isn't that fun when that happens, unless it's the IRS or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. I mean, I'll literally block some of my thoughts. I'll, I, I'll go, no, I don't want that person to call. And, and they don't call. I tend to think it's because I stopped them from calling, that I might've been thinking they were going to when they did send that data to me. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> so who knows how much control we really have. But yes, you're picking information up from other people, but you can pick it up from plants and animals and trees. And, you know, they've actually shown, it depends on which study you read, that some people are able to sense like a solar flare going off. Their physical body reacts up to 24 hours in advance. And science says that typically about mm, 10 to 15 minutes before a solar flare goes off, we pick it up in our body, our heart rate goes you know, up, et cetera. So if we're picking up something that big, I mean, think about what we are reading, if you would, from other people mm -hmm. or other organisms too. How do you trust what you're hearing and picking up? Oh, you know what? That's really the million dollar question. I get asked that question all the time. Um, I'm teaching a class, for instance, to Chinese students. I mean, they're in China. I'm in America, right? And I think every time I teach, we've now had 15 classes, they ask the same question. How can I trust this image? How can I trust this feeling? How can I trust that even though I'm feeling the healing, it's really gonna last? And, and you know, to some extent, the answer is you just have to choose to. Like you have to decide you're going to, and you have to just go with it. And then you get to see that it's accurate. So stay with it long enough to get some proof coming back. Um, I learned this early in my career. I had a woman come in for a session. I hadn't done very many sessions at all. And she sat down in front of me and she said, just tell me, you know, kind of what you get, which I hate those questions because it's like, okay. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Whatever. <laughs> and all I could see was popcorn. Honestly, popcorn. That's it. I just saw bags of popcorn and I feel like a fool. I'm like, I don't trust this. I, maybe I want popcorn. Maybe I didn't have enough popcorn at the movies last week or whatever. It's all I could get. So I said it to her. I said, I see popcorn. She burst into tears. I know, I still feel sad for her. She started crying and she said, I'm a popcorn addict. I even hide popcorn in my car because my family, my kids and my, my husband are so worried about my popcorn addiction. Oh my God. No, what I are the odds? Like, thank goodness I said this. I was like, does she own a movie theater or starting to think well, of like... No, but here's part two. Part two is like, it's so sad. I said, so I got another image in my head. And again, I didn't want to trust it because I saw a picture of my father. My father was already dead, right? And I'm like, well, what does my dad have to do with this? So I just said, I see a picture of a dad and it's my dad. She goes, oh, it's got to do with my dad. She said, the last time I saw my dad, I was 12. Okay, now I'm going to cry. He took me to the movies. We had popcorn. He took me home and then he left and I never saw him again. That's why she's addicted to popcorn. Wow. Of course she is. She wants her dad back. Oh, right. Oh, that's so emotional. What if I hadn't trusted it? Yeah. So I think we have to say, what if I, if I don't trust it, I may not get the next bit of information I need. I may miss something. So I'm just going to trust it and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I have, have found myself is I just, if it came to me, it came to me for a reason. But when you're reading somebody, how do you distinguish between what you, like you even said it just then, like, what if it's my thought? What if it's my thing? What if it's, I'm picking up, you know, sometimes you'll get a reading and they're like, maybe I'm picking someone else up in the room. And you can't, and I self-assess constantly. First of all, I go to therapy. I've gone to therapy for 30 years, <laughs> right? So I think any of us who work in this field, it's sort of on us to keep on clearing what we do have so it doesn't get so mixed up yeah. with what's happening for other people. But I self-assess a lot because, um, you know, sometimes the information comes in and remember, when we get information, any of us, any of us everyday people, right? You're just at, you know, you're out with a friend and you start to feel sad. You you can ask yourself, is this my sadness or is this my friend's sadness? And typically you're gonna get a sense of an answer or you can say, if this is my sadness, I wanna keep it. If it's my friend's sadness, then I don't wanna feel it, at least for the next moment. And then if it goes away, you can you can pretty realistically think this was not mine mm. maybe you can ask my friend you know if they've been sad so i think we get little tricks and they're just for everyday life too like how to tell what's yours and how to tell what's not i i use a technique i call it spirit to spirit when i work with clients it helps me with that because i do believe that we are an immortal essence each one of us and that includes all kinds of living organisms so before i work I always affirm my essence, the other person's essence. I want to relate in the best way. I call on whatever you want to call the oneness. And then I turn the process over 
And that helps me trust that what I'm getting is probably fairly accurate with room for error. And I'm okay being human. And I'll ask somebody, does this make sense? Does this work? Or, you know, kind of keep self-assessing. Yeah. What, um, when you're working with an energy worker, um, how do you know if, like, how do you scout out like the right energy healer basically? Oh, isn't that a good question? (laughs) Because I get a lot of people asking me that, to be honest. So I think first you, you, you can Google. I mean, these days you can find out a lot about people. So I would first do just sort of like the Better Business Bureau thing. I mean, literally, they're not going to cover this under the BBB. But go out there and see if there's anything that's too, too much that's negative, you know, or if there's something you can find out that seems trustworthy. I encourage people to do word of mouth because your friends know you and they're going to be able to say, I think you'll like this person rather than this person or ask a practitioner. I mean, these days, a lot of therapists, a lot of, of healthcare professionals kind of use energy medicine or know about it. So check around. And, you know, the fourth answer is trust your gut. I think, right? Like if you think about a person and your gut goes, then don't go to them. Yeah. If you think about a person and your energy rises and you feel, wow, this feels sort of uplifting, they're probably a good choice for you. And what is the craziest thing you've seen in terms of results from energy work? Oh, I have so much of that. That's a great question. Okay, I'll keep it down to one. Because <laughs> um, I, I, you see some strange things in this field and stuff that makes you want to clap your hands. All right. Uh, years and years ago, I was still pretty new at this, which is why I was really impressionable also like when results happened I was like just as thrilled I think as the client I had a woman come to me (laughs) wait so you're doing the work and you're like holy shit it worked I know I was like oh no all right I still do that though every so often I go wow that really worked or that was really right I I I don't think you can lose your childlike wonder and you know and have a good life that's Um, funny so this woman came to me for lung cancer and we worked on it with energy I talked about some family issues that she had, et cetera. She went home a few days later. Okay, this is how long ago this was. There was an email. She called and wrote me snail mail. She said, do you know what happened? Two days after I saw you, I had grown. She said, I grew two inches. Literally, she grew two inches. She said, I have no idea what that has to do with the cancer. But I grew two inches. How does she know she grew two inches? Like she because just she felt something and measured herself? Night, her back hurt. None of her clothes fit. And she had to go out and buy new clothes, which I thought was smashingly great. I mean, who doesn't want a new wardrobe, right? I know. Isn't that neat? <laughs> I've never heard of someone grow two inches. Grew. No, her spine grew two inches. Now, the, the she was given a clear on the lung cancer a couple months later. But I, but you know what, you gotta be careful with energy medicine because you can't claim every miracle is your own. You know, she was also undergoing chemo. So it, it did the chemo work, did the lungs stretch out? So then they opened up so they could clean out, but she grew two inches. I had another client, I told you, I I'm, I'm promise I'm gonna stop with this, but she came for a session. She could literally feel an angel coming into her and she had bone cancer. She went for a count right after, 
everything was even her white blood cell count was perfect everything was perfect and stayed that way that's not me i i mean this is not me that's her relationship with what she believed in Mm -hmm. her allowing the change Mm -hmm. it's not we energy practitioners that are doing the magic we're not we're holding faith we're helping you so you can subconsciously allow whatever the shift is that's best for you that's what it is it's like it's it's somehow probably when you're on that table surrendering and and allowing a shift to take place because what you're doing as an energy healer is you're clearing blockages right so now if you're clearing channels like i just can imagine why her spine she was probably compacted after so many years of just life's shit and then when you clear it out everything expands and just opens up and so when things open up they can it's like you know they can breathe again right yeah it's like our plow we're back to the plow (laughs) here comes you know think of what we plowed as we've been alive and we're all blocked we can see some of the blocks or perceive them tumors right microbes inflammation microbi you know kind of microbiome or gut issues allergies those are just the most obvious signs of the blocks but most of what's blocking us is more invisible yeah so if a practitioner can help with the clearing and we're you know we're able to surrender the good stuff can move in i worked with a client one time she'd been to all kinds of practitioners and i was sort of on the downhill i was not very well known she sat in front of me and she literally said i don't know what you're going to do because i've been to the best of the best and i'm sitting there going well, it's a good thing that this work isn't necessarily dependent on faith in the practitioner, (laughs) right? And I said, as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me just see. The only picture I saw was all this healing energy she'd been given. It was sort of in her field. We're back to talking about the field. Like I saw these beautiful colors in her field. And I just said, you know, you've been getting healed. Maybe you can just breathe deep and whatever you trust in, trust in that to just help you let it in. Mm. And at first I thought she was going to die because she turned purple and pink and green. As she was breathing? Oh yeah. Physically she looked pink and purple? Oh, her skin turned like all these, you know, when people get blotchy, like they can't breathe. I was terrified. I was like, what do we just do? 
Um, but that was her physical body reacting to all this healing energy. Maybe she never thought she deserved to let it in, right? Mm. So here's this person she doesn't even think can do anything. And I didn't. All I did was say, hey, you're a good person. You can let this good stuff in. It came in. And honestly, from that day forward, her health kept improving. I didn't give her the healing energy. That was given to her. She just somehow, I was that last little speck right in the march she was on to just say, you know, I think you're good. Why don't you just let it in? It's okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You need somebody to help you have that aha moment um, or to let you get vulnerable enough to allow. So how many sessions? So say someone right now, I know so many people who are listening are suffering with different ailments and they're like, okay, I want to try this. How many sessions is it going to take to perhaps heal me? You never know. <laughs> I mean, I would love to give a stamp on it. I have, you know, personally worked with people who in one session, and I'm typically on the phone. I sort of like that because then you don't get swayed by what people look like or this or that. Sometimes people have shifted completely in one session. I remember one time I worked with a wonderful man with cancer and we did some energy work. And then he asked, what should I do after this? This, this phrase popped in my mind. I told him to go check it out with a functional medical doctor, never do anything without running it by like a real professional either. I just heard sassafras tea. Well, I didn't even really know what sassafras tea was. He went, he got sassafras tea and the cancer disappeared after two weeks. Is that the sassafras tea? Is that because that's what his body needed? It's because he needed something physical to do instead of the energetic? I have no idea. I don't have all the answers. I'm just in the process with everybody. But you know, a lot of times it takes quite a, quite a while because we have these, these plowing layers to do. Mm. We have other people's energies. We have ancestors' energies. We have our old emotions. We have old belief systems. We have sometimes reasons subconscious that maybe an illness works for us. I've got good stories about that too. Um, and an then illness works for us? Yeah, sometimes we have what they call payoffs. Like, and I don't wanna blame or shame anybody for being sick ever, right? Um, for instance, though, I worked with a client, I led a group of people to Peru to work with a shaman and do this medicine in the jungle and do all this kind of stuff. And one of the women, when she came for the two weeks, uh, had her neck in a brace and she was going to go home and have surgery. During the two weeks, the brace came off. Her neck was completely mobile. She could move it. She was fine. So we're getting in the van to go back to the airport after two weeks. And of course, I'm feeling pretty good for her, like good for you. And she walks right into the top of the van, knocks herself unconscious. One of us brought her to the hospital. They put a brace on her. She got back on the plane. She went home with her neck exactly how it had been before she came on the trip and she needed the surgery. Now, I never blame people for the issues around having been abused. We can take on other people's energies that cause us even physical challenges. But I couldn't help but wonder, wow, maybe she needs allopathic medicine to be the way to do this. Or maybe she wants the attention that having surgery could give her. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So, there, there right? is a thing I, I've watched where people need an excuse to be cared for and loved. Otherwise, they're not going to get it. So, and it usually happens with us women because we're everything to everyone and nothing to ourselves. And it has to get really extreme for people to look at us and say, oh, you matter too. So I've, I've said continuously to fa- people in my life, I'm like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for that day when it's so horrible that everyone's going to rally around you? Or are you going to start to make yourself matter? That's beautiful. And that's what it's about is if we put ourselves in the center, it doesn't mean other people will put us in the center, but they will treat us accordingly mm-hmm. with love and with respect and i worked with a woman with ms who was actually recovering from the multiple sclerosis she could start to walk and i worked with her with a a, a, another companion healer and he said to her well you know what pretty soon you're really going to be able to be on your feet and you know you can start you know doing some things in your life and she said i don't want to do that she goes I know my husband will divorce me if I get better. So I need to get, so she collapsed and she got sick again. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, let's not shame ourselves. Let's just say what might be an underlying reason and can I love myself enough to meet the need in a healthier way? If I do anything, honestly, it's to help people figure out if there's a need being met by this issue or that issue, you know what, just find out what the need is and be grateful that you care enough about yourself to meet that need, even if it's a way that doesn't feel good. And then just say, am I willing to meet it a different way that feels yeah. good? So I think we can always start there. I um, I wonder another question is, you know, a lot of people are skeptical of um, energy healing via Zoom right? You hear like, oh, we can do it over Zoom. And you're like, yeah, really? Can you? Um, and and by the way, I believed and then I thought about it after and I'm like, but you kind of need to be able to feel over someone's body, I feel, to kind of know what's happening. So answer that so that we can understand. Okay. I like that question. We're back to quantum physics. <laughs> okay. So I mean, some people would say, well, Zoom is a conductor. It's an energy conductor. So stuff can go through Zoom. That's not really how it works. Um, The truth is that I am an energy being. I am made out of all kinds of energy fields. They come out of all my cells, all my chakras, all my this and that and the other thing. They're not limited by space or time. So I can sense the pain in a client's shoulder over Zoom or over the phone. I actually usually use the phone because it's a landline and it never dies when we're doing the work. So I'm even, I don't even have the Zoom piece for most of my clients um, because you exchange energy faster than the speed of light. So you can sense faster than the speed of light. A lot of clients tell me like, oh, I was already feeling you right before we called. I could tell what, you know, that I could read your energy, Cindy. And it's because we're interconnecting. So, you know, it's quantum physics. We're not limited by time and space. Wow. Okay. So, um, we have gut issues, brain tumors, and all sorts of things going on in this room. Yeah. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? And and 
my gut goes twisted. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder when you think about that, right? Are there certain ailments that have certain characteristics that tell you what their um, inception is from? Yes. Yes. And so gut issues, for instance, right? Now that can be two main sources. That can be in what we call the second chakra, which is in the abdomen, uh, or it can be the third chakra, which actually is more in the solar plexus. It's usually both. So what I'm more tuning into with whoever has these, let's keep it open-ended, is more what they call that second chakra. It's the abdomen. And that's the place of our feelings. It's a place of emotions. 80% of your immune system sits in that area of the body too. So it's an important place to work through. And my gut sense, to use that term, is that what's happening in there isn't really that person's feelings. They're absorbing other people's feelings. Mm. It's other people's stuff. And you can't process what's not yours. So I would say, and I'm even going to send a little energy work. I'm not going to direct it. I'm just going to ask what I believe to be guidance, you know, to help this person. So I'm not going to muck in there. But I would say, well, let's clean out other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. There we go. Let's set up a better boundary so they don't come in. <laughs> she's <Right>? crying. <laughs> That's... Not to out her, but she's crying. But I said the same thing to her. I said, it's boundaries. You don't have boundaries. It's boundaries. And I feel like crying. I mean, I feel like crying out of like a sense of joy. Yeah. Um, because I think like you're such a beautiful person. You're so kind. You want to help everybody. And it's sort of like, I almost want to do, you know, kind of that, that sacred, um, you know, pose to you. You're an amazing, beautiful spirit. And it's okay that you don't fix this for other people. Aww. Like bless them and let them deal with their own. Let things. it out, Kelsey. Let it out. <laughs> no, I know. I'm crying too. Yeah, no, because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Let it Cindy, out. you got me. Uh-huh. So that <laughs> is I... like a second and a third chakra. Wow. That's second and third. It's mainly second. Can I add one piece just because I like to finish things? Yeah. Okay. So while we're connecting and I can't even see her just so everybody knows, yeah. I'm also strongly sensing in my body because sometimes I relate to somebody's issues. I don't take them on. I'm not going to go walking around the rest of the day doing all this work. Okay. So I also feel, Kelsey, your first chakra that's in the hips. I think it was survival when you were young mm. to do this in your family. So let's alleviate that belief system so it's not your survival anymore. So now, you know, like it can be more about your joy rather than surviving by doing this for people. So now I feel a little more complete with wow. that. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I felt like my abdomen just turning as she was saying all this stuff. Yeah, I know. Okay, wow. so... So I have to ask, is a brain tumor not a chakra thing? Because I feel like it's not. I feel like it's an outer thing. It, it, it's, it can, you know what usually a brain tumor is? It can somewhat be seventh chakra, okay? So seventh chakra is on the top of the head. It's white. It's spiritual. You have a ton of white energy, Maria. You have tons and tons and tons and tons of it. All right, you just glow. Is that right? the same thing as aura? 
Yeah. Because I did my aura picture. It was all white. You're right. Yeah. You're all white. You're all white. Uh huh. And you did it with a computer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. To me, that means you've got like just a really strong seventh chakra in the woo woo world. That's the gift of prophecy, bringing through messages, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. So sometimes a brain tumor can have to do with that sense of um, the world is supposed to be a certain way, like it's supposed to be a good place. So often people who get brain tumors are like really good people, like they have good souls and there's darkness in the world. I don't know what you wanna call it. It's just like, there's some stuff here, right? We all know Mm -hmm. that. And so it can be an absorption of what needs to be fixed in the world that gets kind of stuck in the head, right? In order to help heal what's not so good in the world. Um, So that's often the pattern with brain tumors too. So you change the pattern. You just say, you know what? I'm just gonna share my light with the world. That's a far healthier way to help justice and bring peace, you know, than to try to process it inside of me. It's definitely about what we're taking in from outside. Yeah, I feel that. When you're talking, I was getting all this tingle, like crazy tingles up here. But what's interesting is, like that is something I'm so overwhelmed by. I know. Well, it's how horrible it is out here, and I'm like, I don't I have know. a solution. Yeah. Ugh, it's so hard. I know. I know. Now I'm going to so cry sad. too. So all of us empaths are going to start crying with you. Yeah. And it's because that's your soul. That's the gift that you carry, is to come here to bring peace, and it is overwhelming. I mean, it is. And and I don't think any one of us has a solution. Um. You know what I want to quote? This is just what pops in my mind. There's a series of junior high books. They're written by a woman named Susan Cooper. They're older. They're set in Wales. They have all this beautiful King Arthur cool magic stuff. The series name is The Dark is Rising. And I don't think any of us would argue that. I think The Dark is Rising. In the series, it's also made clear when the dark rises, so does the light. And I think, and I'm chilled when I say that, I think most of us know that the light is stronger than the dark. So if just one person like you, Maria, is holding your own light and helping people tap their lights, think about one person holding their light. One person, you know, kind of as a light bearer can affect dozens and thousands of people, even if you don't meet them, they can sense it and feel it. The dark contracts, the light expands and the dark contracts. So one person holding light does so much more than a hundred thousand people contracting in the dark. I think we have to look at that. And that's almost, that's science. You're expanding and people catch, people catch the light. Yeah. That's so cool. So cool. Okay, I'm gonna Cindy, try I have to... to tell you, I feel honestly a million times lighter. I'm not even kidding. And I was in like a weird, even Maria asked me before, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just felt weird today. And I actually feel a lot lighter. Yeah, so thank right you. before we started the show, one minute before I looked at her, go, you're not yourself today. What's oh, going on? Well, now I'm cheering up because I just think we're we're all on this planet to help yeah. each other. Yep. If you help one person, right? you know that's what we're supposed to be doing you know yeah. doing one good thing a day is you know and i'm so glad you feel better 
it's sort of what we were talking about that some of us are able to sense what might happen Mm. before it happens. And when I was sitting here, I was sitting here for about probably half an hour, you know, try not to budge, try not to move my computer, not try not to let the dogs make noise and, you know, all these things that you have to do to try to control your environment. You know, <laughs> I, I honestly kept feeling my stomach, you know, and it was sort of like, gosh, somebody's going to have stomach issues. Wow. So anyway, That's we just so super wild. tuned into wow. each other. So wild. I think is what we did. Oh, well, did. this was amazing. Cindy, thank you so much. Um, what a great conversation. And I feel like you know, there are a lot of people with brain tumors that listen to this. I get emails and I'm on the phone with them and guiding them through the journey. I did a couple calls this weekend. Um, There are a lot more people with gut issues um, that now can kind of see what their blockage is, but also understanding energy work. Like I feel like energy work is probably right now where acupuncture was maybe even like 30 years ago like people are starting to hear about it they're kind of looking at it like confused and not and I just have found so many benefits from it um and I've seen with my own eyes the my mom got an energy healing session with John Amaral she's great he's He's fantastic right now he's Mm -hmm. incredible so incredible she came into the room she could barely walk barely we had to get her onto the table and then when she was done she got off the table and she started dancing and she was able to do a 20-hour travel day thereafter for Thanksgiving last year and she got off the plane and she wanted to go to the church dance she went to the church dance she was out dancing me Cindy I was tired wanting to go home (laughs) and she wanted to keep dancing so I was like okay we'll keep dancing that is the power of energy healing. I've watched it and anytime my mom gets it, she's a completely different person. So I believe in it and that's why I like to share it with people, but you are so good at explaining it and making it relatable and simple for people. So you actually, I'm just realizing, just completed the skeptic circle, (laughs) probably for a lot of people. <laughs> so well, cool. and if you can get a physical practitioner to do the energy, it's great because we are made out of a lot of physical energy. These days we're zoomifying. Everything's zoom. So and John's fantastic. John Amaral and his wife are fantastic. Oh, she's incredible too. Oh my God. Um, so I guess um if you guys are interested in getting to know Cindy more, you can get her books. You offer classes as well. So these classes are how to teach people to be their own healers as well as become healers in their own right, correct? Yes, yes. So I have my own classes through my company. Right now I'm teaching classes through the Shift Network. They're a fantastic company. And I just like to give people as much information and as many techniques as possible so they can do this for themselves they can work on their loved ones or if you are a practitioner of one sort or another you can integrate it into your practice too yeah i'm gonna take a class yay that'd be great they're fun i get fun people that's what makes a class are the people who come okay cool so you guys can find more info on her website 
cindydale.com. That's Cindy with a Y, then an I. Uh, we'll put that in the summary of this show. Um, Cindy, until next time, I'd love to see if you could come back at some point. This was so incredible. I would love to. It's really my honor. Thank you all. Um, let's keep the light shining, right? Yes. I think we have to say something like that at the end. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so, Thank so you, much. Bless you all. Keep getting better, Kelsey. I will. Thank you. you will. We're better together. I, that's right. They're better together. We're all better together. Yep. There we are. Oh, man. A lot of tears today. Ooh. Okay. Also, everyone in the chat loved her. Every, oh, she's awesome. Like, she's amazing. We yeah. need her on Patreon right now. I know. Jeff, we wow. got to get her to do a healing workshop with wow. us. Yeah, I think it's funny. We were teasing Patreon earlier this week, and she said she's definitely interested in hearing more. And she Cindy's such incredible. a generous person. She's like, I'm so busy, but I would love to do something. Yeah. So um, for our patrons, just know that we're in the works with whatever the next move is with her. And um, it's so cool. I'm so glad it worked out the way it did, because first of all, Cindy's just wonderful. But with our crazy schedules, we've had to push her a couple times. And it's so clear to me that, that this needed to be the show she was on. Yeah, yeah a couple. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. So awesome. cool. You know what's crazy when I'm doing like my meditations? I didn't know this and what she was saying, but I'm always like, I like, you know, God, just please help me be the light. Mm. And when she said that, you I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look what you're doing here, right? You're connecting. Yeah. But like, think about people. when I'm asking people questions, like, what's the solution, guys? Yeah. And then I melt because yeah. I'm always so. I love having solutions yeah, and I love helping people. And then when I feel like something is like so freaking big, I can't get to it. I'm yeah. like, I feel and so. it hurts you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So maybe I need to figure out how to release that so I can get rid of mm. whatever's going on up mm-hmm. here. But for you, isn't it so funny? She said exactly what I was saying. Yep. And I've always, the wild thing too, I've always had hip problems. Like it's always. Yeah, like, your hip's been hurting uh-huh, on the walks. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should maybe do a session with her. Yeah, she was amazing. But I think you kind of just got one. I know. Um, <laughs> thank you guys, as always, for joining us on Better Together. Because when you know better, you get better. Um, don't forget to subscribe. If you can help us, we're trying to get to a 1,000 um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're climbing our way up. So thank you guys for the beautiful reviews. I've been reading them. Um, new episodes, of course every day monday through thursday here um if you like today's episode um check out episode number 74 with bobby vogel who talks about everyday tools around uh, energy work tomorrow we're going to be featuring one of my favorites and my friends gabby bernstein whose book you are the guru six messages to help you move through difficult times with certainty and faith uh could not be better timed obviously so we'll be chatting with her tomorrow in the meantime, you can follow us at Cindy Dale, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kels Meyer 2, at Maria Menunos, and remember, be nice people. Oh, and at Better Together with Maria. <laughs> Woo! Um, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.